customs, and classic cars and trucks. Street Rod and Custom Radio is your inside track to today's automotive hobby. Now, here's your host, Dan Boots Longinette. A wonderful week, and we are back. I am Dan Boots Longinette, and that is Ryan Bakey in the Baker. That, that's Bakey. me. In the fishbowl. How you doing over there? I couldn't be better. My elbow's hurting. Your elbow is hurting. Yeah. Are you getting old? Arthritis? I jammed in the least. Okay, I've done something corny on the uh, Cordoba. I bought a 76 Cordoba. I was going to say, you'd say the Cordoba. I know you've got a Cordoba, but I don't think anyone else does. And, and before people at home are rolling their eyes going, what did the anti-Mopar guy buy? Like I've always said, I'm not anti-Mopar. I just lean towards GMs and Fords. But when I was in high school, I had a Cordoba. All right. And I finally found one to replace her. I'm getting her all squared away. So today, mine in high school had traction bars and Krager SSs. Now, here's where I'm really weird. I still have my Krager SSs. From 1980. From when you were 16. When I was 16. Same wheel. Same exact wheel. Not same tires. Now they've been on my Dune buggy. They've been on my 57. They've been on my Ford or 57. They were on my Ford Ranger back in 1989. These wheels have been on. <laughs> they were, on a uh-huh. Ranger. They were on awesome. my Toyota, my 1989 or 90 Toyota base four speed, no air Toyota pickup truck. These Kragers have seen everything. Now, the only sad thing is where I'm devastated is I can't find Kelly Superchargers anywhere. I've looked everywhere. They don't exist anymore. It's driving me cray-cray. Don't say cray-cray. Come on. I like that cray-cray. Come on. The young girls say that. You said cray-cray. You're like the opposite of a young girl. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I say it. Freak people out like I just did to you. But anyway, I was working on it, trying to get these traction bars on. I had to take a crowbar and push the sway bar away to get the daggone bolt. And a crowbar slipped, and my elbow jammed right into the U-bolts that hold the rear end of the leaf spring. And it is thumping so bad right now. I can't wait till tomorrow morning. I'll wake up with a big orange on my elbow. Well, I'm too old for this stuff. But really, you re- I mean, you are hooking this cord. Now, tell people why you got the Cordoba, really. My 30th class reunion. Yeah. My 30th reunion is coming up in August. I even got my letterman coat. I got my tassel. There's no way it fits. Oh, freak no. <laughs> freak no. That's 1980s, too. But no. Better than I can, the alternative. I, I can put it on, but it looks like, you know, I'm sh- it's a gun Fat show. guy in a little coat? Whew. No, worse than that. I can't even. It's not even close. It's like, it's. I, I don't even. It, it, it's probably a large, and I wear a 2X now, if that puts it in any perspective. It hurts. And I remember my sophomore year when I lettered in football, my mom said, you better get it big. You'll outgrow it someday. Boy, was she right three folds over. <laughs> I grew it out three times. But I still have it. It's just a joke. It's so, just fun. So you, you know, some girls, they have class reunions. You know, they try to wear something lose they weight. in high school or they want to lose weight and look good. Uh, you, get though, some aftermarket add-ons. You're just going to show up in the same car you had in but high school. But it's black. Basically. Mine was blue. So if you go to my Facebook page... Dan Boots, Longinette, L-O-N-G-E-N-E-T-T. You will see the Cordova. Just search Dan Boots. They'll find you. The blue Cordova's up there. But and the now black, you've got a black Black one. one with Corinthian leather. So I know everybody's saying it right now. Corinthian leather. If you ever Google, go to um, YouTube and type up Cordova commercial. And I think it's Roberto Montalban. He goes to Cordova. He talks about the Corinthian leather. But I tell you this. Here's a funny part. I jumped in his car last Sunday. Started it up. My buddy Dan, he works at Triple A. He's a master tech guy. And we're driving down the road. We're bust. We're laughing so hard we get giddy because the car drives so nice. But really? it's got soap opera steering. And what that is, you ever see on soap opera, this forcing the wheel to move back and forth like they're driving? 
This is just this car only has seventy thousand miles. I bought it off the second owner, and they bought it in seventy seven. The car was built in May of seventy six. The other owner had six months, and then they bought it. I know the one door's been painted in the fender where um, someone scraped the door, but it's enamel paint, so a black car back then was black. What well, black was black. Mm-hmm. Not like today where you have tricoats and pearls and and metallic. Back then, they didn't paint cars like they do now. The paint is terrible. It looks like an orange peel all over. Even a factory paint looks bad. But here's the deal. I love it. The air blows cold. The 8-track worked for the first day. I had some Steppenwolf. What is it? Steppen? What is Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. You play that garbage on that one station. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who that was. I stuck it in there and it started. Nobody plays Steppenwolf anymore. Well, who are they? I don't even know who they are. That's before my time. Some old school rock. Like Le- Leonard Skinner guys or something? Kind of. Not See, I, I graduated good. high school in 86, so I had uh, boy, I... boy George and uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson. Some and, White Snake, man. Yeah, no, Guns N' Roses and uh, uh, Motley Crue. That way you're being a rebel. And then Van Halen was just becoming, I mean, uh, Van Halen started being a sissy band, not a hard rock band in the 80s. So anyway, that's that. I have a Cordova. And when we talk to this tune-up guy, I'm going to ask him about the old lean burn. But I know with these two. You say the tune-up guy. We haven't even said who's going to be on the show. We haven't, have we? Say real quick. we got to go to a oh, break. Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, Betsy Bennett's coming on from Good Guys and good-guys.com. And then we have Tim Choate, director of operation of Smokey's Dino and Performance. And I'm going to pick his brain about the dino world. And now that's the, the tune-up guy you the, were talking about. The tune-up about. guy. <laughs> Thanks for joining us again this week. And you are tuning in to Street Rock and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Longinette. And Ryan Baker, as always, coming to you live from the fishbowl. For fast, powerful, and portable ratcheting without a power cord or air hose, pick up the Craftsman C3 19.2-volt Max Access Auto Ratchet. The ratchet head delivers up to 420 inch-pounds of torque at 225 RPMs, enough power to turn just about any stubborn fastener quickly. The pass-through design eliminates the need for deep sockets and lets you tighten and loosen long bolts fast, even in tighter workspaces. Craftsman, made to make. Available at Craftsman.com, Sears.com, Sears, Sears Hometown, and Sears Hardware Stores. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. This is Dan Boots Longinette, and I've got my old friend. She's been on the show, always saves me. I love the old school friends that have been on since day one, and that is Betsy Bennett, Good Guys. And Betsy, what is your title? I'm actually the communications director for Good Guys, so I, I would say I'm the storyteller. Can, you I your, can I have your job someday? What's that? Can I have your job someday? <laughs> you know what? Sure. Yeah, I it's love it. It's a great job. It's it a is. Lot of fun. Man, you get to see all the goods. Good, I mean, you get to go to all. I mean, yeah. you see the best of the best. And, do. and, and I don't yeah, care. Do. I always say it's about good guys. People, well, it's too big. Listen, if you got a nice car, they'll see it, they'll find it. Yes, they will find it. That's, that's the beauty of it. In the meantime, just the, going through the events and seeing all the cars, that's the best part. Oh, I love it. I mean, I and, do too. and you go, you know, the one I've been, I've only been to a few, but the one in Columbus is my favorite. It's probably the biggest one you have, right? It is. It's the biggest one. I was, you know, catching up to it, but mm-hmm. it's by far, um, it's our big show for the season. And, and, and I think that it's not so much Columbus, Ohio being any better or worse of a city. It's just that you have 70 and 71 intersect right in that town. Yeah. So that, yeah. that it's easy to get to, and there's plenty of lodging, and there's not a right. lot of crime yet. Exactly. There's a lot of lodging. And, you know, the population density, just all the way around Ohio, there's a lot of people and a lot of cars. Got mm. Pennsylvania, and there's just a huge density of people. And, 
and it's centrally located. You can get there, and yeah, it's a good, attractive spot for people to go and come and hang out. You're three hours from Detroit. You're three hours from Pittsburgh. You're three hours from Louisville, and you're right. th- you're a little over three hours from Indy. Right. So exactly. I mean, it, you get the, this is the car capital of mm-hmm. the country. California rocks. Yeah. But they have so many regulations out there that it's hard, hard to build cars anymore out yeah, there. Yeah, they do. I know um, it's been a number of years, but in looking at the number of uh, registered classic cars, California was first and Ohio was right behind it. Wow. So, yeah. I would never dream that. And what, yeah. California is three times as big as Ohio, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. That tells you something. Well, let's talk about what's your next big event you have coming up. So we have what we always call the summer swing coming up. So next weekend... Uh, we have a one-day show in Lincoln, Nebraska, that is at um, the North Festival grounds in Lincoln, and it's sponsored by Speedway Motors. It's a cool kind of a, it's a one-day kind of autocross, full-on good guys event for one day only. It's kind of I call it like a flash mob. It's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, and then after that, we pack it up and we head a little bit east to Des Moines, Iowa, for our 25th anniversary Heartland Nationals. So that'll be. Our silver anniversary show there, hard to believe. I remember mm. when we looked at that place, and I just told good guy, there's no way, this place is so big. And he said, nah, we'll fill it. It'll be all right. <laughs> and, you, and you do. And uh, he had that vision, yeah. He just he said, man, this, is, this place is it. And then we pack it up again and go a little bit further east the following weekend, July 8, 10, 8 through 10, for the 19th PPG Nationals, which is what we just talked about in Columbus. So. We've got a good long three weeks, and then we have a couple weeks down, and then we head up to Seattle, Washington for our show outside of Seattle. So we have a busy, busy month ahead of us, and we love July. So so let's talk about you for a second. We always talk about the events. Do you ever just take a deep breath and go, oh, i got to go there again? I mean, <laughs> you how know, do you travel? So- when you just think, oh, my goodness, yeah. here we go. And you, you have those moments when you're in the airport, and you're kind of like, wow, we're going here again. I mean, they go by so quickly. Right. But I've never had a day in the 26 years I worked for this company where I was like, oh, I have to go to an event. Right, okay. I mean, I, I love going to the events, and, and they're different, and the people that you meet and the cars that you see, and just the overall experience, I never get tired of it. I mean, so hotel-wise and all that, I mean, because I travel a good bit for this show and my other show, and... Mm-hmm. And I always get stuck in delays, and oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's almost the point where I need to buy you guys a private jet. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we, we don't want you guys. The problem is, if you don't show up till Friday, we got problems. We got problems. Yeah, we always send a truck ahead of us. So, okay, <laughs> the guys with the important stuff are usually ahead of us on the road. So. Okay, well, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, we have a couple of really good guys who get those trucks there, and um, we have a pretty good system down. But yeah. The airport delays, they don't make it easy for you, and just the overall travel experience is kind of tough sometimes. But Yeah, it, it's getting rougher, and I don't know why. I, I, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. all for safety, but, man, yeah. after a while, it's like, look, I don't I don't look like a bad guy. I always get pulled aside. I oh, usually, gosh. I'm that guy. I'm like, I, I, looked at the, <laughs> I looked at the one guy one time. I said, is it because I look an opposite of a terrorist? I'm a big old happy hillbilly bald guy. I mean, they always pull me aside, wipe my hands, and, and pat me down. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. But anyway, but, right. that, but that's you know, just what it is in the car show world. You got to go. The way of travel. That's right. Absolutely. When we travel, you know, obviously, the busiest time to travel is summertime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And that's sure. when all of our events are going. So you just kind of roll with it. Well, Betsy, we're going to take a break. When we get back, um, just I want to pick your brain some more. I know we're kind of all over the board, but I get excited when I talk about good guys because it is truly my favorite show. And I will definitely be at the Columbus Market this year. I won't be with my car the whole time, but my crew takes my car. So I'm pretty fortunate so I can show up and get all the glory. But 
Anyway, great shows. Can't wait to see you guys. And then when we get back, we'll have more with Betsy Bennett. She is the marketing guru for good guys. You're tuned in to Street Rod and Custom Radio. On the track, even one-hundredth of a second decides who wins and who loses. That's why Bridgestone uses advanced racing technology to create their fastest street-legal replacement tire yet. The new Bridgestone Potenza RE71R. Engineered with an innovative hydro-evacuation surface and unique tread compounds, the new Potenza RE71R is designed to give you maximum grip and ultimate cornering on or off the track. Bridgestone is changing the game in tire performance. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. I'm still with Betsy Bennett. She's with Good Guys, goodguys.com, and shows everywhere about the hits that time of year. But, Betsy, when we were on break, we were talking, you know, I don't want to say the word complaint, but I understand why you do what years you do because mm-hmm. I like going to Good Guys because it's all old cars. I like I like a '96 Impala, and you know I like a new IROC, a newer IROC, yeah. an '88. But I don't want to park next to a '57 Chevy. If you want that, I go to a local cruising. But mm-hmm. my question is, how often do you get beat up on the fact that you guys? What is the cutoff year now? Well, so for most of the shows, it's '72. Right. Yeah. So up through the muscle car '72 era, and we do get that question a lot um, at every show. We get it via email. We get it in person. And we have people say, just open it up. My car's a 74. Just go to 74. We have somebody say, oh, my God, I have a, a 96, like what you talked about, mm-hmm. Impala. And uh, we, we are always trying to figure out, you know, where's that happy medium. And really, to be honest, um, a lot of it is, for some of these facilities, logistically, I mean, if you open it up 10 or 15 years and you get a giant number of cars, where is everybody going to go? Mm-hmm. And so... We have to take into consideration, like, when you make that move, what does that do to the size of your show? I mean, obviously, we want our shows to grow, but we also want to be able to accommodate the growth and kind of manage that a little bit. And so it's, it's always a question. We get it pretty much every weekend, and um, our, our executive team talks about it routinely and how to accommodate and how to do that. It's a, kind of a slippery slope. You know, and to be honest, I, I don't want to be doom and gloom here, but a good friend of mine passed away. He's 49 years old. He loved mm-hmm. classic cars. Yeah. What are we going to do? I mean, it's like Honor mm-hmm. Flight. I do a lot of charity for Honor Flight to get the mm-hmm. World War II, but we're losing like 90 World War II veterans a day. And what I'm getting at is a street rider, when I go to good guys and I look around, where most of us are bald and white-headed. <laughs> so I don't know in 20 years, does your team sit back and go, okay. And I know it's, I know it's a morbid subject, but do you no, go it's not. It's, in 20 it's, we years? We talk about that. I mean, truly, you know, our, a lot of our guys, we do, we see them, you know, well, like this year we lost Gary. Metter. Right, right. You know, we lost a good guy. And so we are very aware of the fact that, you know, we're all on this earth a limited amount of time and we are seeing some of those guys. We're losing a lot of really good people in this industry. And so there's always that balance of trying to find those new young guys to bring them into this hobby so we keep it going mm-hmm. with you know like you said without having the morbid thought but but it is a reality right I mean, we we talk about that as well and um just you know every, like in every business everything's always changing mm-hmm. i mean i just think probably this past year i can name 10 of my rotting buddies buddies that are very ill or past mm-hmm. 
and and their kids really don't care about their 32 Ford mm-hmm. or 57 Chevy. And, and it makes me sad because yeah. they're just looking to dump the car. Yeah. And, and it's just like, no, no, no. Why don't you come the good right. guys with me? Enjoy it. Nah, he used to drag me there every year. I'm like, oh, stop. You know, yeah, take, you know, there are a lot of families who pass down their cars. And then right. there are some that, you know, they just haven't made that connection for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my daughter likes it, but she she says, you know, do you mind in my will, I will my 57 Chevy to her. And she's uh-huh. like, is it okay if I sell it once I get it? Because you've been taking me to car shows since I was two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, honey. I'm, yeah. I don't know what to I say to that. <laughs> I won't know. Just, just make sure my ashes are in the frame like it says in the will. You yeah. know, in my will, it says put me in the frame of my car. Oh, my goodness. How's that for creepy? That's clever. But, yeah, I mean, I want to haunt whoever owns if I don't like them. But... <laughs> Not my, yeah, but so I was wondering, with your, so your dream team, you guys sit around the board and say, okay, we're losing X amount of guys a day. We need to appeal to the young crowd. My goal on all the radio shows, I try to embrace the young men and women. Mm-hmm. I really do. If they roll up in their, their Civic, to me, I think it looks like a toaster. But I still, I, it's probably the only phony side I have because I'm brutally honest. Mm-hmm. But I will make over the Civic and the the four-door Accord with the big wing on the back yeah. and the tires are rubbing the fender wells. I, I I, I I bust my butt to make sure my tires don't hit my fender wells, yeah, but they well, like it. Do, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. anyway, but that's good that you guys are in break because it scares me. I mean, well, I yeah, and and we talk about that. We have you know we we do a young guys kind of area at each show, and um, there's a lot of these young guys out there who are really passionate about these old cars. So there are it is out there, and they mm-hmm. are out there. And that's that's but a good it, thing. It's just a matter of getting to them and. And really finding, you know, talking to them in a way that builds their interest. They aren't going to have the same communication style as, you know, the guys who are in their 60s. Right. They so don't. you got to communicate with them the way that they get it. Even even I'm a little young for my 60-year-old buddies. Cause if I, I, I have a listen to maybe a little hip-hop every once in a while, and they about freak out. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone the stuff them young guys listen to. Right. So mm-hmm. There's a big generation gap from right. 60 to even 50. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're sure. all, you got 80s kids, you got 60 kids, you got 70 kids. It's crazy. Right. But but I, I, I'm so excited you're doing that because I host 40 shows plus a year in the, in the Columbus, Ohio market in mm-hmm. West Virginia and Kentucky. And every time I see a young girl, especially a young female, when, and, I, and I'm trying, trying not to focus on gender here, but it is unusual to see a lot of ladies in the cruising world. I, I yeah. bet. What's, what's the percentage? Is it 80, 20? Oh, gosh. I don't know what the actual percentage is. It's, okay. it's you know, we see more than we think. I mean, okay. I was I'm kind of blown away by these young girls who bring their cars into the young guys area. Cool. Okay. Guys and gals. And, um, yeah, I'm like, all oh, right, little but, girl power. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I make over them like you wouldn't believe it. Cause yeah. I, I, and they say, why are you being so nice? Most of you old guys call me an old guy, which makes me freak out. But they say, most of you old guys won't even talk to us. I'm like, thanks, but yeah. no. Thanks, and, and I can, yeah. Yeah, but uh-huh. then, I, then, I, then I talk to them about, you know, you're our future. We need to embrace you guys. Right. So absolutely. So, okay, real quick, we've got about 30 seconds. Where's your next three events? So our next uh, three events are Lincoln, Nebraska, Des Moines, Iowa, and then Columbus, Ohio. All right. Well, we can't wait to see you guys in Columbus, Ohio. I'll definitely be there two of the three days. And goodguys.com for all the information. Betsy, it's always a pleasure. You are a awesome person. Well, it's always a pleasure chatting with you, and I'll see you in uh, July. Bring right. the nice weather. I will. Take care. Okay. You're, t- you're tuned in Street Rod Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Longinette, and we'll be right back after this.
The Dodge brothers weren't big on self-restraint, and thank goodness for that. Because when you're always pushing the limits, you engineer cars like the available 370-horsepower Dodge Charger with a Torque Flight 8-speed automatic transmission. It's why Dodge is the only brand that grows as fast as it drives. One drive and you'll discover why Dodge is America's fastest-growing performance brand. Data is calculated using the latest available year-over-year retail vehicle registrations. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. I'm your host, Dan Longinette, and I have Tim Choke on the phone. And Tim is a director of operation at Smokey's Dino and Performance. And boy, do I have questions for you, my brother. How are you doing today? Not too bad. How are you? Uh, I'm not good, actually. I was underneath. No, no, you can make fun of me, uh, and I, 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 I hope you do, because I would make fun of you if you were building what I'm building right now. I'm 48 years old, and when I was in high school, I had a 76 Cordoba. And unfortunately, that's what my parents gave me. At least I was fortunate enough to get a car handed to me. But all my yeah. buddies had Chevelles and Camaros, and I had, you know, a Cordoba. So my 30th class reunion's coming up, and a very good friend of mine had one in a garage. And I said, you know, I'm going to buy that from you someday. So I finally buy this thing. So you being a tuning expert, let me tell you what infamous motor it has in it, the 400 Lean Burn. Oh, wow. Okay. Worst thing I think Chrysler ever made other than the 2.7. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you, it runs pretty good, but it has a miss yeah. in it. I can't find it. So uh, I don't know. If you know Lean Burns or any of you guys do, I'm going to call you back later because the crazy <laughs> mode. We're going to put a 6.1 Hemi in it. I'm, I guess okay. some, some of my junkyards looking for it. We're going to leave it looking bone stock. And we're just, I mean, the car is brand new. You wouldn't believe the guy had had it was in his 60s. He bought it back when he was in his mid forties, and he, he's one of those car nuts. I can't touch his windows, or he gets upset. But so, yeah. so in your world, I mean, you guys have got thirty years of experience here. What, do you do you tune just about anything? I mean, you name it from a fifty-seven fuel lead to a modern LS motor. Yeah, I mean, we can we can do carburation. We can do uh, the only thing that we don't do anymore, and it's just because it's such an unreliable tune source. Is uh, we don't do any kind of chip tuning. So I'll say from uh, late eighties to mid to late 90s depending on manufacturer we don't tune so like your fox bodies and your irocs mm-hmm. um you know those types of cars we don't do any chip tuning but everything other than that either pre or post that era we do there you go but i mean i think about it i'm if i think about like a 57 fuelie a friend of mine has one and he's up in the columbus ohio market he can't get it to run right and he's always adjusting that thing because i don't consider that really a fuel injection that's mm-hmm. basically a throttle body, am I right? Or what, what? yeah, it's it's it's. I, if if we're talking about the same thing here, it's. More, I believe it has two injectors, mm-hmm. um, and I believe they're in the throttle. Well, somewhat of a throttle body, right? So it's it's kind of early gen throttle body. So right. I mean, but yeah. how how do you tune those things, and where do you start? Like, if someone's listening and has one, what's the, what's the easiest thing you can do? Like, can you turn a screw in, turn it out? Because I I run from them. I'm scared to death of them. Uh, well, you know, have you ever heard the expression, if you're really good at something, don't do it for free? <laughs> <laughs> so don't tell him? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would, uh, you know, I'd want to do a little bit more research on it before I uh-huh. started throwing out information like that and make right. sure that I'm not giving false information. So so my question is this, so I, I, I went away from carburation back in 05. Uh-huh. Um, I put a 502 Ramjet in my car, and it's the best thing that I have ever done. It doesn't load up. It's got a, you know, it's got the map sensor, O2 sensor, has everything on it. You know, the GM crate motor, yeah. And and the car, the car is such a dream to drive now. I, I am anti carburetor now, and, and then I come to find out all these years messing with these quadrajets, it's basically just the butterfly rod that 
that wears out and makes it oval and causes a vacuum leak. Didn't, Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that seems to be the majority that I'm getting back from all these guys. And we used to take those quadra jets, just walk by the trash can, throw them in there. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah heck with it. I'm going to get an Brock or a Holly 600. I'm done. Yeah. I've had enough. But, I mean, do you tune those still? So you have, a, say, a person comes to you with a, I don't know, an early quadra jet. Can you, can you get him or her running good? Yeah, yeah, we can do that as well. But the, to, to, to kind of back up a little bit, the okay. very first thing that we would do is, you know, somebody had a car that wasn't running right or that they thought was, um, you know, maybe running rich or running too lean. The very first thing we're going to do is put the car on a dyno. We're going to measure air fuel at the tailpipe. We're going to measure timing, um, you know, go from there and, and see if it even warrants a tune. Okay. Um, you know, so, so we can actually provide factual information like real world numbers if your car actually does need a tune. Right. And if it does, we can either give you pointers and point you in the right direction or if you know you you don't want to handle it yourself, we can do it for you. Well, I mean that's a good point. It's come so far, and I think back in the eighties, you know, we were doing a little street racing, which I don't recommend you do that now. We <laughs> we'd leave our you know leave our distributor loose and advance at a few degrees because it gave us a little mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, if you've got a lot of cars, do people bring you a car and a guy just looks at you and you and you don't have to be? I'll be sarcastic. You're like, why did you do that much timing? I mean, I, I think that's. A, I've, I've had I've had cars show up with base timing set at forty two. Oh, base. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, and they wonder why it, it, it cranks so hard. You know, once it warms up and like it won't fire and blah blah blah. So it's it, yeah. I, I've seen some, I've seen some things, and that you know they go, oh, I was on a forum and I read somewhere where you can make a bunch of power and blah blah. You know, they give you all kind of right, right, the sun, but. Yeah, it's uh, sometimes. I mean, when you when, not not the majority of the time, but sometimes we get some guys that come through there that just need a little help. You know, they need right. a little bit of education. You know, they they they're ninety nine percent of the way there. They just when it comes to the tune side of it, they're just a little bit off. Now, do you have some of your guys that just can take a screwdriver and just hit it by ear? Can they? Yes. Do okay. we never? Okay. We're extremely precise, methodical. An average tune takes a day, day and a half. Wow. Um, so it's it's not a quick thing. It's don't expect it to be fun to watch. It's not really enjoyable. The majority of tune time is I'll say a thousand RPM to three thousand RPM. Mm-hmm. You know, once you have that lump RPM range pretty much set, the rest of it is everything okay. falls in place. Yeah, and I wonder. And we're going to take a break here in a minute. But I I always wonder when I think about the modern day technology on how lucky I should say wonder I say how lucky we are at the fact that we have all this at our fingertips and all the technology and all the and if you don't Tim how old are you by the way I'm 32 32 so you're a young guy and I've got another friend of mine named Chris and he's a, he's 33 and it's amazing how the the guys in their 30s have embraced the technology and, oh, yeah. and, and you guys again me being 48 there's a huge gap between you and I I mean that that 16 years but you know 10 times the technology i'll ever know because i was old school until 05 when i was that that i was a hardhead you would never tell me fuel injection was the answer uh yeah. 12 years uh well, let's see 05 i would have been what six 11 years ago so yeah. anyway we're gonna take a break when we come back i really want to talk about what the technology how it's made your life easier but you've pretty much lived it but how it made us old guys like me our life easier so we'll be right back after this you're tuned in to street riding custom radio with your host dan boots longinette and we'll be back more with tim he is the director of operations at smokey's dino and performance well, 
Alan Taylor here, and I wanted to share the news with you about the new Haynes Manuals Online. They're the worldwide leader in vehicle repair information, and they now offer online manuals that are formatted to fit all electronic devices. With Haynes Manuals Online, you get all the trusted content of the Haynes Printed Manual, but with so many added features that help you get the job done right. I ordered one for my car and accessed it right through my tablet. There are now over 180 Haynes Manuals Online available covering cars, trucks, and motorcycles. You can order yours today at Haynes.com. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. I'm with, still with Tim, and Tim is the Director of Operations at Smokey's Dino and Performance. So we're talking to him. Go to Smokey'sDino.com. That's Smokey'sDino.com. And we were on break. I was talking to him, and my fuel injection on my 57. I mean, old school. I went to Jags. I bought the biggest fuel pump, Mallory-type pump they had. And a good friend of mine said, you know, 60 PSI, is that your problem? And we got it down to low 40s. Why, if I go down below, right at 40 or below, why is that run better? You're putting less pressure uh, because it's a return style. You're putting less pressure on injectors, mm-hmm. um, and, and your injector latency and, and pulse timing is a little bit easier to handle. Okay. So there's little needle valves and, and needle bearings inside a injector, and if you put too much pressure on the backside of them, sometimes they'll they'll want to overfire. You know, you think of it like a, a garden hose or a coffee stirrer. Mm-hmm. You put the same amount of water in a coffee stirrer, it's going to want to come out a lot faster. Okay. Same idea with an injector. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good way of putting it. I, I just often think, and, and the technology's come so far, I, I'm i amazed that, you know, having a high eight-second car once in a lifetime ago for me, and then i never forget I was at the local drag strip, and I watched a Civic come out and just bust in the eights. I was yeah. like, what did I do? I thought maybe they ran a quarter mile. I mean, an eighth mile. Speaking no, that on, was... Speaking on uh, fuel injection and fuel pressure, you really <laughs> want to blow your mind. Look up some of the new GM LT engines that run, you know, internal engine are running six to ten thousand psi of fuel pressure. Oh, yeah. Why? They have because uh, they're direct injected. Okay. They have a, a like when you're taking the heads off a new Corvette C7 mm-hmm. Corvette Z06, okay. they have a special um, fuel pressure release um, whole whole diagnostic thing that you have to go through because there's enough pressure in there. If you pop a fuel line and it still has that much pressure. It'll literally cut your hand off oh just my. from fuel pressure. Whew. There's been guys at the factory that have been seriously hurt. So, yeah, it's, yeah, well, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you could cut steel. Yeah, 6,000 PSI they're running in the, the inside. Like the, They have a secondary pump that's actually inside the engine. Well, what about a car accident? I mean, if you, mm-hmm. if you wreck that well, there's car. Well, there's a lot of safety precautions, okay. like fuel cutoffs and that kind of stuff. I would hope, my goodness, yep. because if a guy is on a squad and he's trying to cut a car, someone out of the car, a bad wreck and that thing squirts them yeah wow well there those those lines too those fuel lines inside the it's almost like a spider assembly like the old vortex engines that okay. has the, the spider assemblies for the injection it kind of looks like that but they have like um eight thousandths wall steel tubing i mean that's the kind of the size of line that you need to hold that pressure so i, I saw your lincoln online and what, what is it 62 63 i can't tell it's a 64. 64, okay. Well, that's mm-hmm. close. But, I, 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 I mean, do you modernize it, or does it still have an old carburetor on it? No, it's it's still the original driveline. Mm-hmm. Um, we took the engine and trans out, re-gasketed, you know, just kind of freshened it up. Okay. Um, we redid the convertible top, <clears throat> redid, I don't know how much you know about the old Lincolns like that. But oh, yeah. They were all... 18,000 solenoids. <laughs> yeah, and they all the hydraulic pumps and everything that moved that convertible oh, top. Oh, that's crazy. 
are they're mounted like to the inside of the fender wells and underneath the trunk lid, and that trunk actually clamshells the wrong way. So it's it, yeah, it was pretty crazy to to try and source all those factory parts and get all the lines and the pumps. When that car came in, I mean, it was boxes and buckets and flat bedded, and I mean, it was in shambles. To but say not, the least. now that it's done, you're happy camper though. Yeah, customer actually just, it's crazy I did this today, but customer just picked it up this afternoon. Nice. Well, now, why didn't he put a modern drivetrain in, like a new, I don't know, Coyote motor or something that's, like that? That's to be determined on the road. Okay. He wants to enjoy it for the summer. Okay. It's, it's been quite a long build process. So, right. you know, I, we had a discussion and sat down with him and said, you know, why don't you take it, have fun with it for the summer, and come fall, we'll talk about, you know, swap options. And, I mean, it's still got the original drum brakes all the way around. Oh, yeah, we could get rid of those. Yep. It's funny, too. You get into those old cars and right away, because it's been pounded in our head that drum brakes are bad, but we lived fine with drum brakes back in the day. Just the new ones are just a little bit more easy to use and more brake friendly. Yeah. No. So on the Lincoln, what, what, what do you recommend? A guy at that level, we need to sit down and I, I guess I'm assuming budget's probably not the question on that because the car looks like a high dollar build, but... What, what, what do you? How do you coach him? I mean, do you feel him out? Do you say what do you want? Like if I came to you and say I had a, uh, I don't know, um, an old '70 Camaro, but I want to modernize it, and what's okay. the first advice you would give me to do? First question out of my mouth is going to be what's what's the purpose of this car? Is this a, you know, is this something you're going to put your wife in and go get ice cream on Sunday? Is this going to be something that you want to occasionally put on the drag strip? Do you want to drive it to California and back on a vacation? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, is this going to be a in the summertime, nice weather only? Is okay. it going to be an everyday car? What's the purpose behind the car? No, I, I, I kind of I I let the customer tell me. Okay. We, even though he might not be educated enough to tell me, I want a you know a new Coyote five liter or a four twenty seven LS seven. He might not know that, but based off of what he wants to, you know, what his vision is for the car and what he wants to do with it, mm-hmm. I can kind of get a little bit of a bearing okay and then from that point i give him like a good better best situation we can do a a junkyard six liter out of a, a chevy Tahoe. truck you know yeah. work truck or we can do a gm performance connecting cruise ls3 or we can do a you know a boring stroke 416 with a kenny bell on top of it or an edelbrock or you know whatever you want to do okay. so well there you go that's that's what people are looking for so you take cars from all over the country right Yes, sir. Okay, so if anyone wants to get a hold of you, what number do they call and where's the website? Um, well, we do concierge service tuning, so we can actually come to you if there's okay. a lot of the European cars that we do, McLaren, Ferrari, Maserati. Nice. Um, we can't bench flash those, so you can't you can't really take those computers out and send them to us for a tune. We have to come to you. Right. So it's a it's a small fee. It's a travel fee. You You pay that travel fee, and we'll actually come to you and tune your car. At your house, nice. at your place of work, wherever you want to do it at. Okay. Um, so, they can find all that information out at smokiesdino.com. Uh, we are on Facebook. We are on Instagram, also on Twitter, um, you know, all the social media accounts. Um, we're actually in the process of making a Snapchat right now, so that should be fun. We'll do little dino snippets every cool. day on Snapchat. That's neat. Well, I have an old CLS AMG 55. I need to bring it to you and have you give me about two or 300 more horsepower. We can do that. All right, my brother. Well, thank you for your time, Tim. And Tim is the director of operations at Smokey Dino and Performance, SmokeyDino.com. I appreciate your time. And I am going to get a hold of you because I may just drop off at Benzo and uh, pay you to make it go fast for me. All right. All right, buddy. Take care. You're tuned in to Street Rod and Custom Radio. We'll be right back after this.
The Covercraft products you know and trust are now available directly to you at Covercraft.com. You'll find custom car covers manufactured with high-performance fabrics, Carhartt seat covers in new Realtree camo patterns, dash mat dashboard covers, Colgan custom bras, specialty protection products from K9 covers, and a whole bunch more. Be sure to use the code DRIVE at checkout to receive free shipping in the continental U.S. Get protection for whatever you drive at Covercraft.com. Welcome back to Street Run Custom Radio. Another action-packed radio hour of just pure love. Pure love. The wind beneath my wings is Ryan Flaky Baker. No, but it sounds like maybe uh, getting your CLS tuned up or something is what's going to be the wind beneath your wings. As long as he hooks me up, I'll give him some PR. You are going to get in trouble doing this. Why? Because you're going to do something. If people want me to promote them. You're going to be sitting at a light and you're going to want to get busy with someone and that car gets it I, I i've got that car for a song too let me tell you i have under twenty five thousand dollars in that car that car new was over a hundred and, and now granted it's 10 years old but, but it still goes it's lowered it's got the right wheels I, I had another wheel sponsor on the other radio sponsor i did radio show i do and they set me up with wheels and the stands dude i love that car well heck that one night when we left the uh, auto show in columbus and you got busy there for yeah. a second all the papers flew out the oh, it's, yeah it's got like 500 <laughs> horse now but we'll, we'll, i want to get her up to 800 nobody needs 800 horse oh i do yes i do i feel like if you get 800 horsepower and you are very you know you're a pretty responsible driver. Yeah, I don't you like get, to go out there and go fast once in a while. But I don't but get crazy around when people are around. I really don't. I, f- I feel like I'm going to end up at your funeral if you if do I this. If I get killed in a car, I want to get killed by myself in, in, in like a tree or something. If you get killed in a car, can I, I don't have, want to kill anyone else. And can I, I, I would never CLS? If, no, if I'm in it. <laughs> well, or the 57 or the Cordoba. I mean, even people think, how about that for a week? Here's my car collection. All right, not showing off this sharing of love. It's all over the boat. It's all over the place. I got a 76 Cordova. I got a 57 Chevy. I just had a 57 Chevy Rat Rod. I sold it four-door. To get the Cordova. Right. I got a Yamaha boat I never use because I hate boating. You have a boat? How did I not know this? I got a 21-foot Yamaha 270 horse, baby. Where is it? In my in my rod shop in the corner. I had no... Why have we, Why don't we have like a... I haven't had it out in three custom years. custom boat ride. Because you ever you boat? You know the best thing about owning a boat? The day you buy it, I bet you sell it. Two oh. best days. Always rent a boat. I feel like unless you live on a lake, rent yeah, a boat. it's it's t- you got to get it hooked up, and then you got to get all the food, and then you get all this. And then I was married at the time, and she's like all these rules and regs. Blah, blah, blah. Ruin a lottery ticket. Well, win. before you sell it, let's take it up to Lake Erie or something. Lake, no, you weekend. don't take a twenty-one foot boat to Lake Erie. Well, where are we going to take it? Deer Creek. Oh, okay. Deer <laughs> this, Creek. Little, this little uh, hundred acre lake down south. <laughs> so, so, and, and I also have. I, so I've got the CLS, and I have. I have just bought a new. Toyota Tundra pickup, 5.7 Limited. And I have not seen that it's yet. It's bad. It's here. It's bad. Bad boy. It's cool. But because I had a Camry and a Pilot from one to some company cars that were due, so I thought we need a company truck for the Autosmart show we do, so we got a Tundra. I, it's I saw the picture of you and our Austin. good friend Austin uh-huh. when you got it, it, but I have not seen it. And there's a heck of a lease program on Unlimited Toyotas. Now, all over the country, they're different, so I can't say prices, but there's a lot of programs on the resale values on them. And don't hate me because it's Toyota, but I've owned about 20 trucks in my life. It is the nicest truck I've ever owned. Ford makes a wonderful truck. But I don't have any connections at Ford dealers. I got connections at uh, Toyota dealers because a buddy of mine runs it. I hired him in the car business 25 years ago. But anyway, so that's that's my collection. So I got a Toyota, a Chrysler, a Mercedes, a Mercedes. Don't forget the bike. And a 57 Chevy. Oh, and I got a Harley uh, Thunder Mountain that went bankrupt. <laughs> 
but it's bad. It's bad. I've got my upholstery guy, DNF upholstery. He's a local guy laying my upholstery out. Whoa. A-Tech DNF. It's, it's a father and son. We've had him on the show before. Mm-hmm. Danny. Danny Jones. But uh, I'm spoiled. What can I say? But Are you going to take all of those to good guys when it comes through town? No, I'll take them. Well, I can't take them. 57 take the 57. will go for 57 sure. will be there. The Cordova's not old enough. 76. Oh. 72's cut off on good guys, remember? Yep, so you can. I might take it to that. There's a big arthritis foundation cruise. I may roll the doba there. Is that the same weekend? Mm-hmm. I think it is. It's yeah. kind of crazy, but it kind of goes. It doesn't interfere with each other. They play off each other, and it's really good for both events. And at the end of the day, some of it's for charity, some of it's to, for charity and pe- put, putting food on people's table with a job. Which is good. Yeah. Always good. And then, If you uh, had kept the rat rod 57, would you have taken that to good guys? Something yeah. different? I just didn't like I, You know, I tried. I tried to like that car. I'm not a rat rod guy. I respect those who do, but meh, I'm not rat rod. It looked cool with the skeleton in it, though, for the pictures. Yeah, he was neat. <laughs> Skelly. We named him Skelly. And oh, you named him. Skelly, and then the dog was uh, uh, Heinz 57. I even got a little uh, collar on him. I, so, you would have. Oh, I did. I spent more on a, the Dagon collar at one of the pet stores. It's all leather with spikes and having a dog bone made with his name on it. I think he was more than the dog itself, the skeleton at the Halloween store I bought him at. We only got about 30 seconds, but I've been meaning you to ask you this, and it just right. popped in my head. Right. You've done a lot of car shows already this year. What's yes. the nicest car you've seen? Ah, Buick. There's a 40-some Buick running around. It's a $500,000 bill. Was it? It's a 47, right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's that nice? It's that nice. I hate parking next to it. Makes me hate my car. Really? It's that good? It's that nice. I mean, he's this car on a scale 1 to 10. Dale Turner's his name. If you get a chance, Google Dale Turner. And Buick, it's bad to the bone. Really nice. That yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's the nicest car I've ever seen in person. It's, it's a Riddler winner, cool. but he drives it. But anyway, thanks for a wonderful show today, Mr. Baker. And thank you, the listeners. Without you, we wouldn't be yeah, here. Yeah, thank so, the listeners, not yep, me. Well, you helped me, brother. I'm, I'm on a busy schedule. So. <laughs> but anyway, we'll be back next week. Ice like that a, elbow. I know, my elbow's, my, my elbow's hurting. So we'll be back next week, same time, same bat station, and all that fun stuff. You've been tuned in to Street Rod and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots, Lunge, and Ryan Baker. Always got my back. See you next week. If the measure of a car was how many people it turned into people who love cars, the Subaru Outback would be worth its weight in gold, thanks largely to its symmetrical all-wheel drive. Unlike other systems that wait for a wheel to slip, it powers all four wheels all the time, all while with better fuel economy than midsize SUVs. And the fact that the Outback is made in a zero landfill plant doesn't hurt either. It's a car that is truly built to be loved. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru.